Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Great to be with you. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter. It's at Nick Eber to make it easy for you. Well, welcome to the show this Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. I'd like to wish all of our listeners, viewers, staff, everybody associated with us a very happy National Roast Suckling Pig Day, one of the biggest holidays on the calendar, and I know we are all terrifically excited. We also have a lot of sports to get to today. Uh, we're going to talk uh, NFL football with Alex Smarty Pants Smart. Can't wait to get to it. We have three games we have curated just for you so that you can become a successful sports better. How about that? Then, Sean Higgy-Smalls, Higgs, will join me. And we're going to do college basketball, four college basketball games for you to enjoy. It just gets better and better, people. And then I'm going to step aside Ali, third-degree burns, and Craig L. Wapo Trap going to bring you our patented 14 minutes to build your bankroll. That's right. It is time for our NBA rapid fire and have that a little later on during the show. And then, of course, we'll top it all off with a recap of all of our picks. Look, while you're watching the show, we know you obviously like sports. You like to bet on sports. The best thing you can do is to do it with, well, like Alex Smart, with some smarty pants up here. Make sure you get the best sports intelligence you can. We offer that at Picks and Parlays. We have 35 handicappers, all experts in their field. And right now, with the college bowl season upon us, there's about a million and a half bowl games, ranging from big ones to ones you wish you never heard of, and we cover them all. That's right, every single one of them. And if you want to bet on them all, or a number of them, or some of them, or maybe even just one of them, you can subscribe right now to our expert package, Bowl Picks. Are you ready for this? $1.99, you get all the picks from one capper, but if you want to chuck in an extra 100 bucks, $2.99, two cappers. That is an incredible deal, folks. If you're betting on the bowl, bowls, do it with smarts. Make sure you put your head yourself ahead of the game. All right, we're with you here on this show each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and then we do stream throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're watching us on one of our streaming platforms, we'd love to hear from you. Just fill out the comments section. You'll see it on the screen. Our production team will see it, put it up on the screen. I'll do my best to answer it. Uh, better be good, though. Coming up next, Alex Smart, Smarty Pants himself. We're going to talk NFL football. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. This very, very happy National Roast Suckling Pig Day. Picks and Parlays Radio. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Well, promised you some NFL football. So let's get right to it. Let's bring on our resident expert handicapper, Alex Smarty Pants Smart. Alex, you got some smart picks for us today? Yes, we have some smarty pan picks for everybody today, for sure. Some winning picks, hopefully. It's what? Some winning picks, too. Winning picks, yes. Sorry. Yes, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> winning picks. Always better, winning than, picks. Better, always yeah. better than, the, than the alternative, no doubt about it. Well, right. Alex, we've uh, got three games to talk about. Let's start, shall we? Uh, let's start with the Panthers at the Colts. Uh, in This would be, if this were... European football, one would say that both these teams are mired in mid-table mediocrity, and indeed they are. The Panthers, 5-9, and 6-7, and 1 against the spread. Six losses in a row, which, quite frankly, ain't that great. Most recently, 24-30, lost to Seattle. They're 3-4 and four straight up and 3-2-2 two and two against the spread away from home. 
Cam Newton's out. Will Greer has been named the starter for this game. Uh, they are over in eight of the last ten. And as for the Colts, they're six and eight, six, six, and two against the spread. They also have a number of losses in a row. They only have four, though, which is a lot better than the Panthers, six, I suppose. Although this could be five, and the way the odds have it, it's likely to be that. They had that 7-34 to beatdown at the hands of the Saints. Uh, they're 4-3 and three straight up, 3-4 three and four against the spread at home. 2-3 and three straight up, the last 13 at home. Pardon me, 10-3. and three. Uh, The Colts, though, home favorites, big way, 6.5 points. Total points, 46. Smarty pants. Can we make money on this well, game? Yeah, with a, <laughs> with a, you know, with a rookie QB in there, you know, that's making his first career start. I mean, you you have to look at anything at a touchdown or less in this situation for Indianapolis because you know, really, even if my uh, even if this wasn't the situation this week, my power ranking suggests uh, Indianapolis is still the better team. I know they had a horrendous week last week, but this is still a a good team and you know going against a rookie quarterback like that i think i think we've got a big advantage okay. a decent advantage uh, uh, by what reasonable objective test would you say that the colts are a good team okay they're six and eight they got murdered by the saints come on maybe they're better than the panthers but i mean no yeah, reasonable person would say this is a good team Sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just chime in now, and, and I'll tell you the truth. Uh, what I what I feel is Indianapolis went through a letdown game after that big game they had against Tennessee, and they were in that game. So you know, here we are now, and uh, I think Indianapolis is still got a heartbeat. I like the way they fought all season long, despite of losing, you know, their longtime starting franchise QB, and I, I just think uh, they're. I think at six and a half points, anything under a touchdown with a rookie QB in there, we have an advantage. That's just my personal opinion. All right. That's, that's fair enough. I, I'll accept that, but come on, six and eight doesn't make you a good team. All right. So uh, <laughs> they're still going to get it done, though, right? So we take in the points. I agree. Well, I agree, I agree. Uh, we're going to lay the points. We're going to lay the points here. Yeah. yeah what about the, the points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little afraid to go over on this 46, though. Yeah, with the quarter, you know, with the rookie QB in there, I mean, where are the points going to come from? And that's essentially too why I'm on, on, yeah. on Indianapolis. I think that's wise. Some sage advice there from Alex Smarty Pants Smart. Let's move on to the next one, shall we? Uh, Bills at Patriots. And uh, we went from two teams mired in me mediocrity to two teams that are most certainly not mired in mediocrity. Uh, the Bills have a great record, by the way, 10-4, and 9-4-1 against the spread. Uh, they're hoping to not only play spoiler here to the Patriots' uh, NFC East celebrations, uh, but they are actually still in with a chance. There are a couple of permutations, I guess. The Patriots lose their next two games, of which this is one of them, uh, and they win. They could, you know, the Bills could pip them to it, uh, but they are ruining that loss to the Browns. This could have been a much bigger game if they hadn't have dropped that game, uh, the, the Bills. The total's gone over in the last eight of nine on the road for Buffalo and for the Patriots. Well, we mentioned it. They're hoping to clinch their 11th straight NFC East title here. I do find them a little dull, by the way, all that winning. Um, the Bills, though, are stronger opponents than the Bengals. Uh, maybe the Pats can review some illicit sideline footage on this particular opponent and get an extra leg up because that's what they seem to like doing. You know, cheating. Okay, under in 10 of the last 15. Pats favorite, six points, total 38. 
Yeah, uh, you know, and I have to like Belichick the, this time of year. You know, long-term back, you know, I know he's had different teams to work with. But, I mean, this, this coach is a top-tier team, and all those different teams have had one thing in common. That's pretty well Brady's been under center. And I know he's lost a few steps. Uh, you know, father time is catching up to him, but, you know, his mind's still working well. And Belichick's very important here. You know, Buffalo is a good upcoming team. They play great defense and against some very good teams. But, you know, I think uh, they're going to get outcoached here. Belichick, you know, just like I said, going back a, a few seasons here, whereas as the coach of New England, has cashed 26 of 37 times in the last two weeks of the regular season. So he's money in the bank this time of year. You can't mess around with a guy like this. And one last thing, too, you know, in his career against teams that have allowed 17 points or less, like Buffalo, amazing defense, he's cashed 32 of 50 times. So you got it. You got and, and the point differentials, by the way, I just wanted to add in here, the point dif differentials are more than eight points. All the way across the board. Yeah, yeah. that is interesting. Um, you know, when we talk about the Patriots, you have to think really what a loss Gronkowski was to this team. I mean, you know, he had a, an awful lot to do with their success. Uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's the combination and the chemistry. But when you take one piece out, the sum of the parts isn't quite as much, right? No, absolutely. You know, and we we thought they were finished after last year. Do I still think yeah. they're a Super Bowl team? Absolutely, I don't. I, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team anymore, but I know many people will agree with me, but I don't think they are. Especially the way they love to cheat. Okay, let's move on. Next one, uh, Raiders <laughs> at Chargers. Uh, the Raiders, 6-8, six 6-8 and, eight, six and eight against the spread on a four-game losing streak, which includes uh, which includes blowing a 16-3 to halftime lead and losing as a six-and-a-half-point favorite to the Jaguars. Uh, oh, by the way, that was the final game at the Oakland Coliseum. What a great way to say, we love you to your fans. You know, just really, <laughs> they're going to come on their way here to Las Vegas where they will no doubt stick us all with the big ticket prices to go see a mediocre team. The total under in four of the last five for the Raiders and the Chargers, five and nine, four, nine and one against the spread. They're coming off a home loss to the Vikings. By the way, another team moving into a new stadium. It couldn't get any worse for the Chargers. They have, like, no home field advantage. They're two and five straight up at home, one five and one against the spread. Total open for the last five for the L.A. Chargers. Uh, they are favorites, though, minus six, total 45 and a half. Uh, Alex, smarty pants smart. What say you, clever man? And what can I say about a game like this? Uh, I say, in my best Shakespearean uh, accent, that uh, if there's such a thing, uh, that uh, I would say, I would say that uh, the only thing that you can look at in this game, from my perspective, because these are two wild cards. We have two veteran QBs in here, and uh, we have two teams that have underachieved all season long. You know, LA constantly uh, underachieves, close games, but underachieves. And then you have the Raiders, who have all the ingredients to be a top tier team. They just can't get it done. Okay, Vegas, here we come. So, but the bottom the bottom line here is there's a bunch of trends. I was looking at some trends here for this game. Um, you know, recent trends, not something long term, but recent trends. And it seems like everything's pointing under. But you know, in my contrarian mindset, I look at this game and I say this game's going over. Mm. You got two veteran QBs, like I said, trying to pad their stats, nothing else left to play for, a lot to prove. Let's get down and get dirty this week. I like that I pick, by the way. I really like it. I think this is going to be a score fest as well. I, it's just something about this game smells like it needs to explode. God knows something needs to explode these two franchises because <laughs> there's nothing much going on worth talking about there. 
um, other than just, uh, you know, a little cynical stick in it to the fans. Both clubs, by the way. Uh, although I don't think yeah. actually the Chargers have any fans. All right. Look, <laughs> Alex, thank you so much. Really appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Always yeah, great no, having you on. You. <laughs> well, you can catch Alex and all of his picks on the website, picksandparlays.net. Don't be afraid. Go there. We've got free picks for you, by the way. But when you're ready to go to the next level, our expert picks are there for you. Fill up your shopping basket. Be happy. And right now, special pick for bowl season. That's right. Special deal for bowl season. You get one handicapper, all their bowl games for $1.99. But wait, it gets more. But wait, there's more. It cuts, it dices, it slices, it blends. That's right. You can get two cappers for $2.99 as opposed to just one capper for $1.99 and get twice as many expert picks. All right. I'll be right back with Higgy Smalls to talk college basketball. Right. We are back. I know you're excited. I am very excited. It's college basketball time. Who better to talk college basketball with than our very own resident expert, Sean Higgy Smalls Higgs. By the way, I'm your host, Nick Eber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, which shouldn't come as too much of a surprise because that is my name with an at sign in front of it. So hmm, make it easy for you. All right, let's bring on Sean. Let's talk college basketball because we have uh, hmm, one, two, three, four games uh, that we've curated for our listeners and viewers. And, Sean, you're looking mighty dapper in your Picks and Parlays uh, shirt and hat, all decked out. Good on you. Christmas came early. I got my Picks and Parlays gear on. Excellent. Well, Christmas has come early for our listeners because we have four free picks right now. College basketball. Yes. Uh, let's and start. and let's... if they listened on uh, Monday with us, Nick, we had a nice underdog. We said, you know, take the points, Texas Tech, or lay in a big chunk, yep. and uh, – Southern Miss hung tough for us, so let's keep it going. You have pictures of the new Bentley? To bet, no. I, don't, I didn't, do not have a Bentley. Who am I, Vegas Well, I you did so well off that game that, okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> a little fun with you there, Higgs. Okay. <laughs> listen, All right. Bet over uh, your head, not over it. You got to, listen, people, it's gambling. You got to be disciplined. You can't be living, that's not the way, that's not my lifestyle. No, you can't do that. You're not living large? You're not a baller? You do throw away money. Just... Oreo cheesecake, which makes you really, quite frankly, guilty of ridiculous <laughs> amounts of waste. Okay, let's move you know, on, shall we? St. <laughs> Mary's at ASU. I will have the final word on the Oreo cheesecake, Higgs. St. Mary's that versus apparently. ASU. St. Mary's 9-2, and 4-7 and seven against the spread. 8-1, and one, rebounded after their loss to Dayton with an 89-77 win over Cal. They're 1-0 way, 1-1 one one against the spread. Total over in six of the last seven in the Sun Devils. Eight and two, six and four against the spread on a five-game win streak. Coming off a loss, though, 79 uh, to 59. I think they beat Georgia. I don't think they lost Georgia because otherwise that would not be yeah, a win Arizona streak. Yeah, Arizona State beat Georgia. Yeah, yeah, they beat Georgia. Yeah, that would not be a win streak. That would be a win and then that ended. <laughs> uh, they're five and up home straight up and three and two against the spread. Total is under in eight of the last nine. St. Mary's, though, road favorites at... Uh, Three-point road favorites and a total of 137. Uh, I mean, 9-2 and two is good, but what's the quality of opposition that St. Mary's have faced? Well, you know, I was going through their schedule. Granted, it's not as strong as the Arizona State schedule, but Mary's is a solid mid-major. Um, the two losses, he lost to Dayton, who's, I think, a really good team. I think they could be a Sweet 16 team this year, Dayton. And he lost to Winthrop, which is a smaller mid-major, but kind of tough. You know, these guys, they had played two they, they the, played some close games. Also the name of Mike Butler. Winthrop. Winthrop must yes. be nice. You got the Bentley. You got the Bentley over there. So, Hall of Fame showcase here in Arizona. 
It's at the Talking Stick Resort. You ever you ever hear that, Nick? The Talking Stick? No, sounds painful. But... I don't know. It's actually where the Suns play. It's the it's the name of the stadium. I never knew the arena they played in. That's what it's called. Well, I mean, I look at this game. It's in State's backyard, and yet they're an underdog, even though they got a little stronger uh, strength of schedule. They got the great Remy Martin as their leading scorer. I mean, you got a name like that. It's instant class in most oh, people's yeah. books. But I'm gonna I'm leaning to the WCC here. I like St. Mary's. They're favorite for a reason. Offensive efficiently, you know, their efficiency is off the off the charts. They got the first four guys are all shooting about fifty percent from the floor. So maybe not the depth of Arizona State, but I'm going to take St. Mary's here. I'll lay the short number. It's two. Uh, it's a three. I've seen twos around right now. So, you know, maybe that was the opening number. It clicked up since uh, I checked earlier. But I like Arizona State. I'm taking Arizona State. I, and then Hurley's the Jersey guy, you know? Yeah, but you're taking Ar- Arizona State as a home dog, though. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't like exactly. it. They're going to win. You know, why? I, they're going to win. Yeah. They're gonna, look, they're, they're their record's right. almost as good as St. Mary's. They play stronger opposition. Uh, they're on a win streak, and, uh, you know, they're 5-0 and at home. I mean, what exactly about this is telling you they're not going to win? Well, we'll see. We've got the Oreo cheesecake, or the Oreo, Oreo. Uh, cheesecake <laughs> All right. as, on, on, on the bed here for the game. All right. I'm going to argue with our expert handicappers because that's what I do. I'm just argumentative. That's, that's all, fine. All of my ex-wives tell me that. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, <laughs> Michigan State versus Northwestern. The Spartans are 7-3. and three. Three and seven against the spread on a two-game winning run. Most recently, 72-49 victory over Oakland. They're one and zero, one and one against the spread. Uh, that is away from home. Rocket Watts likely not playing. He's apparently blasted off elsewhere. They're four and one against the spread in the last five versus Northwestern. Uh, they are five and four, coming off a 72-54 win over Southern Illinois University Edwardsville, which is just around the corner from the 7-11. They're three and two straight up at home and over. Four in the last six. Pete Nance will be back after serving his suspension for apparently illegally downloading pre-release copies of Disney's Frozen 2. But he is going to be back and playing. Uh, I have Spartans here. Uh, minus 11 road favorites. Total of 138. That's about right. I'm seeing 12s now with Michigan State. And not a little surprising. I mean, remember, these guys were preseason number one. A couple losses. Now they're down to the teens area, but you know, you lose to Duke, you lose to Kentucky, not, you can't really say they're bad losses, but when you're favored in all the games, it, it's, it's a bad loss. So they haven't really played that well out of the gate. You know, they're three and seven ATS, but in three of those losses, I'm looking at, they're laying 14 and a half. They win by 12, 14, they win by 13 and five win by three. So, you know, you can flip that around. It's their ATS number is a little deceiving because they've been playing to the number, but I just can't, it's 12 points. I can't get, behind Northwestern right here. I mean, they lost to Pitt by 13, 14 to Purdue. They're, I'm not saying they're comparable in the sense of talent-wise, but this is Big Ten competition. And, you know, Michigan State, again, slow out the gate. They've been in grinders. I think they'll get a full focus here for Northwestern because they got two games versus the Mac coming up. This is the game they need. You know, it's conference play, big game. I'm going to lay the 12. It's a big number. But I just, you know, the Northwestern numbers are just, I, I can't get behind them. I'm looking at them. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, this is not a good team. Not a good team. Michigan State, great head coach, Hall of Fame head coach. And, again, they've struggled a little bit lately. But I don't know. This is a team that always kind of turns it on as the season progresses. And this is when it's a, it's a good spot for them right here. It's road. And the crowd won't really be into it here. So, uh, I don't know. I'm taking State minus 12. All right. Next up, Kentucky, Utah. Kentucky. 
on a six-game win streak. 1-0 in neutral sites, 2-1 against the spread, coming off a 67-53 win over Georgia Tech. Total's gone under in 14 of the last 20. Utah are also on a win streak, four wins most recently. Uh, they won over a 60-49 win over Weber. Good school, cheap grill, but hey, better off with the basketball side of it. 2-1 straight up against the spread at neutral sites. Total has gone over in four of the last six for Utah. But Kentucky road favorites, 11.5 points. Not a small road favorite either. Total point, 139. Uh, what say you, Mr. Smalls? Yeah, and this game, uh, am I wrong with this game's in Vegas? This game is my in Vegas. Yes, correct. right here in my backyard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 11.5 looks kind of big to me. I mean, I get Utah as a young team, 11 freshmen, four sophomores. But, you know, still, he's kind of playing pretty well. Excuse me? Never mind. 11 and a half? <laughs> There's, I thought we had no rude comments here supposed to be on the show. I said it could show, be too man. rude. I said some rude was okay. <laughs> yeah, 11 and a half is definitely big. That'll that'll cause you some pain depending on where that is, you know. But uh, I don't know. Kentucky, you're always getting an inflated number because they're Kentucky. I get it. They reload. Another young team, sixth youngest team in the land or something like that, or 10th youngest team, I should say. But uh, 11 and a half, I just think it's too many. It's still a young team, and we see time and time again, everybody jumps on Kentucky early, and they don't cover these numbers. 11 and a half is still a big number, and it's not even home. It's it's not even neutral. It's still on the road. It's a neutral court. Young teams take time to, to gel together, and I kind of like finally that Cal's actually got to coach a little bit. I mean, you know, you, as, a, as a fan of basketball, especially Cal's basketball, you just hate seeing the one and done. So I, I don't like that at all. So both teams young. I'm taking the 11 and a half. I like Kristowiak as a coach. Guy's underrated. Give me 11 and a half. This will be like a two or three possession game, I think. 11 and a half to Buku, my friend. Okay, Tennessee at Cincinnati. The Volunteers, seven and two, four and five against the spread, coming off a 47-51 win to Memphis. First game not at home or on a neutral site, by the way, for the Volunteers. Total has gone under in five of the last six. The Bearcats on a two-game losing streak. And they lost a tight one, 66-67 to Colgate, but they had nice clean teeth and minty breath at the end of it. Trevor Moore is out, uh, as is Prince Toyambi. Maybe there's some palace intrigue going on. I don't know, garden party. But the total has gone over in four of the last six for the Bearcats. Uh, Tennessee, favorites, one point on the road. Uh, total, 131, far away. Well, you, you mentioned that Colgate game, and I don't know if you saw the ending of that. I, I caught it... Uh... You know, Cumberland, their best player last year, is the AAC player of the year, takes a shot from half court, five seconds left. Foul, they end up losing the game. What are you doing? What are you doing? But that's part of the problem with Cincinnati, guys shooting 34%. What, player of the year last year, he's terrible this year. Now, Tennessee, listen, I had him against Memphis. It was a bad loss at home, 51-47. But I'll tell you what, you, you lose by four points at home and you shoot 25%. You're a pretty good team, a very good defensive team, I should say. So I think Tennessee here, it's a short number. You're on the road. Cincinnati, though, uh, you know, you scored 56 versus Ohio State, 66 versus Xavier. Here comes Tennessee, who just, you know, living up to their defensive uh, namesake. They're just a good defensive team here. And basically a pick em game. I'm taking Tennessee. I think they're the better team. And Cumberland, whether it be the coaching change, the new system, I don't know what is going on with him, but from player of the year to – He's really taking a step back. You're supposed to be taking a step forward here and taking charge of a team with the new head coach, but he's done the op opposite. He's less minutes. I'm Tennessee. I think Cincinnati's in a little disarray here. And maybe even a little though, bit on the under. I know they've gone under. Even this over, is the first time Tennessee have gone away from home. That, listen, 
defense travels in any sport, and these guys are just maulers. I, I don't think this game. I mean, it's one thirty. I could see it being like one twenty-two. Now, I had one thirty-one. So it's I mean, they're up even wrong. Yeah. So I'm going right. to take Tennessee and even maybe a little lean on the under here against the Bearcats. All right, Sean Higgs, always a pleasure, my friend. Great to have you on. Can't wait to have you on again. If you like Sean's picks, and you should, don't yes, listen to should. me, by the way. He's the expert. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him at picksandparlays.net. And right now we have a special for bowl season. That's right. You can get any of our handicappers' bowl picks, all of their picks for the bowl games, for $1.99. But if you want to double it, you can get two cappers for $2.99. And if I do the math, that's a great savings. All right, I'm going to step aside, and we'll be back with Ali, Third Degree Burns, and Craig El Wapo Trap for our NFL, pardon me, NBA Rapid Fire. Picks and Parlays, I'm Ali Burns, and now it's time for the segment you've all been waiting for. It's our NBA Rapid Fire Round, and this one's for December the 18th. You give us 14 minutes, we build your bankroll. Now, if you guys have not been following along with the NBA Rapid Fire Rounds, you should be because my bankroll has increased greatly since I've been hosting these segments. Craig Trapp has been killing it, and with me, as always, he is here today. Hello, Craig. How are we doing? Uh, I wasn't so good two weeks ago. What? Two weeks ago, but three of the last four weeks we've been pretty good, and uh, I think we'll be pretty good in this one. I think it's a pretty good matchup here. Big schedule here on uh, Hump Day Wednesday. I was going to ask you, what is it about Wednesdays that makes it so difficult to handicap the NBA? Is it because just like how we're professionals in our jobs yeah. and you're kind of in the middle of your week and you just don't care? Is it because it's a big card? I'm, what is it about well, Wednesdays? Well, you know, I think a lot of these teams, some of these aren't back-to-backs, uh, you know, long extended road trips. This time of year, the scheduling really matters. you got to pay attention. And a lot of injuries this time of year. I mean, uh, right. you know, we're, we're not that close to really the NBA uh, trade deadline or the NBA All-Star break. So it's kind of uh, the dog days of summer for the NBA. Right. I can, I can, put a, I can wrap my head around that for sure. All right, so I'm going to start you off with the Hornets, all right? They are going to be facing the Cavs in Cleveland. Hornets are 12 and 17. I want to like the Hornets. Like, I really, really want to like the Hornets. I just can't get there with them. And the Cavs are, the Cavs I don't want to like at all. And they're so easy not to with a record like 6 and 21, 10 and 16 against the spread. So Cavs are at home minus 3.5. The total is 213.5. What do you think about this game? Well, hard to love either one of these teams. How are you favored when you're one and nine your last ten? Three and seven against the spread in those ten. That's what Cleveland is. I I you know, almost immediately you see a team one and nine as a three in this play it opened at minus one, went immediately to uh, Cleveland three, and now even see it a three and a half. I'm gonna play the Hornets for no other reason than at least they're five and five straight up and against the spread in their last ten. I just, I, I'm like you. When you look at the sum of the parts for this Hornets team, they should be better than their overall record yes, is. That's what I'm saying. And I think this is a spot, a good spot for them. So I think the Hornets went out right. But let's take the three and a half. I think it's an absolute gift here on Wednesday night. Both of those teams just lack the star power that I want them to have. Well, I mean, Cleveland sells Kevin Love. Well, I don't know for how much longer he's oh, definitely going to be stop traded. Stop it. He hasn't been good since he was at UCLA. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So we're going to go. Uh, this is an interesting one. So the Miami Heat, I've talked a lot about how much I've enjoyed watching them. The Heat is on. Jimmy Butler's playing. He's hot. They're 19-8, and 14-8, and 14-8-1 and against the spread. But they're rolling into Philly. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Philadelphia is the only NBA team that is still undefeated at home, correct? That's correct. And they're sporting a 20-8 and record. And they're 11-12-1 and and against the spread. 
They're a minus seven favorite at home. Do you think that's a legit number with how good the Heat have been playing so far? That's way too many points. That's what I thought. This too. Heat team is really good. Now, some of these spreads have been getting out of hand a little bit, and they haven't covered them. They're five and five against the spread in their last ten. But Sixers are just four, four and two against the spread in their last ten. Right. Same kind of reason where a lot of these teams are starting to get these big lines, and they just haven't been covering them. But they have been winning. I just think the Heat here are very dangerous in this spot. I think this could be a challenge for the Sixers even to get this win. So you give me the seven points, I'm definitely taking Miami Heat. I remember, of course, Jimmy Butler finished the season with Philly last year. Yes, he did. It was no love lost to him leaving town. They just didn't have enough money to pay all those superstars that they have. They had on that roster last year. Jimmy Butler, of course, wanted a max deal, and he got it in Miami, and it's worked out for both. Both of these teams have uh, been very good this year. I think it's going to be a really good game, maybe the best game of uh, Wednesday night. Let's take the Heat plus seven here and Philly. Maybe even Philly's first home loss of the year. I like it. I think you're right, right spot on for that one. I think Jimmy Butler is going to be after them to take that record away. Um, okay, so we're going to move along. Another team that you've liked a lot this year, primarily played them at home. Now they're on the road. We're going to go with the Toronto Raptors. They're 18 and eight, 13 and 10 against the spread. They're going to play in Detroit. Detroit is a little depressing for me. They're still waiting for Blake Griffin to get healthy and Andre Drummond to come back, um, which I heard he is questionable for Wednesday's game, so keep keep looking out for it. Um, shoot, I don't have the line on this. Well, this one, the, there's only an <laughs> advance bad. line out in this one. There's no oh, even okay. total out. Uh, the advance line looks like it's going to be Toronto minus four here. Um, I think this is a dangerous spot for a Toronto team that hasn't been great on the road, especially against the spread, just 5-7 and seven against the spread on the road. I definitely think they'll be the favorite here. I like Detroit at home. I think I think down definitely sounds like Drummond will play. This Detroit team has the pieces to be, I think, a 6, 7, or 8 seed. They haven't necessarily played that consistently, uh, but I think Detroit could start to put things together here. I like Detroit here getting the points at home. I think they pull an upset and win outright, but let's take the points just in case. And don't forget, too, that Toronto already beat the Pistons when they played in Toronto, beat them 125 to 113. So there is a little bit of a revenge right. factor there for the Pistons. Well, to Toronto's come back just a different team. In Toronto, they are, oh, going back to last year, of course, the title, they are very, very tough to beat. At I home. swear you're on their payroll. You, you <laughs> love those Raptors at home at so home. much. <laughs> hey, they've been very good for us. They have been. They've they been have been. Good been. <laughs> That's true. They've made some money. I'll, I'll be on their payroll if <laughs> they don't even need to put me on the payroll. Just win and cover at home, and we'll, we'll and call it. And you're getting even. paid. We're we'll all getting even. paid here. We'll call it even. <laughs> okay, so, okay, the next game is proof positive that what goes up must come down. <laughs> That's right. We are talking about the Warriors. They are music to my ears. Five and 23. Whoever thought we would be able to say those words, right? They're on a four-game losing streak right now, and they're cruising into Portland. Trailblazers have had some of their own issues, but they seem to be pulling it back together. They're uh, 11 and 16. They've won six of their last 10. The line is Portland as a home favorite, minus nine. The total opened at 222, but I've seen it move down to 219. What do you think about this one? Is that maybe a play on the under? Well, one of the funny things is, of course, the Warriors, the past, you know, all this run, this, this offensive balance that we've seen from this team over the years, great over team. They scored tons of points. But this year, of course, mm. you, you take away three superstars, really four superstars, and you see what is left. them. This is, this is a player's league, unlike the NFL that has a, a coaches and a, a, you know, franchise league is what I call it. But the Warriors just don't have the horses right now. But you give me nine points against a Portland team that depth has been an issue. Injuries have been an issue. As much as the Warriors' injuries, 
Um, the Blazers have had their injuries. Now, luckily for the Blazers, it hasn't been. Uh, of course, their key uh, guards, Lillam and McCollum, have both played most of the games. But I like the Warriors here getting nine points. They're both, both these teams are only four and six against the spread in the last ten. So, I mean, it's not like either one of these teams have been lighting it up. And when you're four and six against the spread and having to cover nine points, to have to win by double digits to cover, I'm taking another underdog here. Four straight underdog to start off the card here. Fair enough. I love an underdog. You know that about me. And I've mentioned before on previous uh, segments that whenever the Warriors kind of win so or lose so many in a row, there's going to be that spot where they win one. And this definitely yeah. fills or, I mean, or cover one, we should say. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, they're not that bad of a cover team because they've been getting tons of points and everybody is it's such a big story that they're, they're losing all these games that that right. tends to have the public over uh, over overvalue how this team really is playing right. um, as far as against the spread is concerned. Yeah, public overreactions are huge to take into account. Um, okay, so game number five, we're going to talk Memphis Grizzlies and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, he's back, everyone. Ja Morant is back again, finally. Um, Memphis is 10 and 17. They've won their last four out of five. So things are looking up for uh, the second round or number two rookie pick. I'm not saying that right. What am I trying? Number two number draft two pick. pick. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, it was in there somewhere. Um, so they're rolling into OKC on Wednesday night. Thunder are 12 and 14. They've been really impressive as far as covering goes. 16 and nine against the spread. Um, three wins and two losses in the last five games. OKC is minus six and a half at home. The total's at 218. What do you think about that? I like this Grizzlies team. I, you know, when Morant was there, they could really score. I mean, he really pushes the pace, puts a lot of pressure. Kind of, it's funny, kind of uh, like Russell Westbrook did for the Thunder when he was there uh, the last few years. He kind of really reminds me of that player. Maybe a better shooter at this point of his career than, than Westbrook probably, maybe ever will be. Um, I, I like this Grizzlies team. I think this could be upset spot. What's this, my fifth straight underdog here? I think the Grizzlies getting six and a half is an absolute gift. And I think I maybe. People just not paying attention that Morant's back and uh, this, the Grizzlies team was pretty good offensively when he was there. Right. Yeah, and I really look forward to watching the growth of him as a player. As he, you know, we see these college kids come out and then they kind of bulk up and they get stronger and they just yep. become bigger, more well-rounded players. I'm so excited to see what he looks like next year and the year after that. John Morant is a phenom. Mark my words. I love that guy. Okay, next one, the Magic. And the Nuggets. This is another one I'm not thrilled about. I'm definitely going to need money on this if anyone nah, wants me yeah. to watch it with them. Magic are 12 and 14. Uh, Denver and Nikola Jokic are leading. Uh, sorry, Denver's Nikola Jokic is leading his team in points, in rebounds, in assists. He's hot. They're on a three-game winning streak. All three of those wins were at home, and that's where they're going to face the Magic. Um, not, Not my favorite team, but they've been stepping it up a lot lately. Uh, Denver is a nine-point favorite at home, and the total's at 203. Uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, this is the Beauty and the Beast game. Okay. Which usually, well, about a beauty. Everybody knows that, but not this time. I'm another underdog here. Six straight underdog. I like the Orlando Magic. They're 7-5 and five against the spread on the road this season against a uh, Nuggets team that's just 4-5-1 and one against the spread in their last 10. I like the under a little bit, but I really like this Orlando Magic team. I just think this is way too many points. Beating teams in the NBA by double digits is just not easy. Um, the one negative, of course, always is the thin air in Denver. Orlando doesn't have the deepest team, but I think it's enough. Orlando does just enough to cover this. I think they lose by six or seven. I think six straight underdog here for me. I was going to ask you about that. When I handicap college sports, I definitely take altitude into account. But in the pros, I kind of think 
they're pros. They should be used to it. But a team like Orlando, who's more at sea level, then you're going into Denver with, like you said, well, East Coast team versus West Coast team too. There's more there's teams in the West that uh, you know that are play at altitude. You know, right. so I, I think it's a bigger bigger story when the East Coast teams come to the West Coast. Also, man, if the second half of the back to back, if you ever see that, that's always a huge uh, thing. So you really got to pay attention to the schedule. But I think Orlando has just enough depth to get this done. And you know, Denver haven't been the best team recovering, like we right. said. Right. Right. Okay, so the last one, here we go. This is the game that I'm most excited about for uh, for Wednesday. It'd be the Celtics and the Mavericks. I'm from Texas. I love the Mavericks. Um, uh, it should be really good. We have two powerhouses coming at each other, Kemba Walker, and everyone's talking MVP with Luka. They're going head-to-head. -head. Both of these teams like to score a lot, especially the Mavericks. They average about 118 points a game. But the Celtics' defense is nothing to be laughed at. Um, Celtics are a road favorite here at minus, it opened at minus one, minus a point and a half. The total's at 218. I love a good home dog, but... But I think Luca's out. But Luca's out. That's so that's... Or it, 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 even if he's not out his ankle, it's bum. So I, I think Boston has been very good. They're 7-5 seven, seven, they against are. the spread on the road. You don't see a whole lot of teams that are above 500 against the spread on the road. Um, at home, the Mavs are just 6-8. and eight. I think the uh, Celtics are deserving favorite here. This Boston team has been very, very good this year. I really liked the way they put this team together, but I thought it would take them closer to the second half of the season before we'd see them turn it on. But that's not been the case. This Boston team's been very good from basically the uh, first game I think they lost at uh, Philly. But since then, they've been they've really played well. I like Boston here, minus one and a half. Uh, you definitely want to pay attention to that Luka injury. If something would happen and he's 100%, then that might be a different play. Probably wouldn't play this game. But I think he's out tonight, so that would be a big key. They did win last game. Dallas, uh, they, they ended the Bucks' home winning streak or that long winning streak right. uh, without Luka, which was such the big story. Right. I don't know. My big thing with the Celtics is just how well coached they are. They're really Brad, yep. Brad Stevens has done amazing things with that program. All right, Craig, we got through them. That was our NBA rapid fire round. This is Craig Trapp, and if you want to find more of his free and expert picks, check him out at picksandparlays.net. I'm Allie Burns. Nick Eber will be right back with you. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm Nick Eber. Great to have Allie Third Degree Burns and Craig Trapp giving you their NBA rapid fire. But we had a lot of other picks today, lots of picks, in fact. We did NBA, we did, pardon me, we did NFL, we did college basketball. We had Alex Smarty Pants Smart on. We had Sean Higgy Smalls Higgs. Lots to get to. If you missed any of our picks, let's recap them right now. And we started with Alex Smarty Pants Smart, trying to show he is the smartest man in the room with his NFL picks. Bills at Pats take the Patriots minus six and a half. Come on, Bills, though. Panthers at Colts take the Colts minus six and a half. And the Raiders at Chargers take the over 45. I don't think the Chargers have 45 fans, uh, but take the over 45 on that one. Uh, Higgy Smalls, his college basketball picks, Tennessee at Cincinnati take Tennessee minus one. Michigan State at Northwestern take the Spartans minus 12. St. Mary's at ASU take St. Mary's minus two. That was a little counterintuitive to me, but he is the expert. I'm just the host. I'm just here for my looks. Okay, Utah, Kentucky, take Utah plus 11. And then we had some rapid fire from Craig El Huapo Trap. Heat at sixes, take the Heat plus seven. Uh, Raptors at the Pistons, take the Pistons plus four. And the Celtics at the Mavericks, take the Celtics 
minus one and a half. Those are our picks. Hope you enjoyed them. Hope you wrote them down. And if you missed any, there's going to be a ton more picks on our website. I don't know if that's a, the right use of language because picks don't really have a weight. There's a lot more picks on our website. By the way, we're here with you Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. on the Left Coast on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We also do stream live throughout the day, as I've mentioned on numerous occasions on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Now let's get back to all of those free picks I was talking about at the website. They are there, picksandparlays.net, so you want to go check them out. And of course, our expert picks are there for you as well there. I like the free picks, but they've got a lot more analysis to them, and there's more of them, and you're going to want them. And when you do, particularly for the College Bowl series, we have a special for you. That's right, our College Bowl special. For $1.99, you can have one kappa, all of their bowl picks. But for $2.99, you can actually have two kappas, double your chances of winning big. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for me, Nick Gieber, and all the fine folks here at Picks and Parlays. I'll be back on the air with you tomorrow. Until then, bet smart, bet right, and as always, bet, win, repeat. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.